Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Geek News Daily Podcast, your source for the daily top technology headlines. This is episode number 36 for, sep- for Thursday, September 4th, 2008. Yes, I know it's not actually Thursday, September 4th. Things just kind of got a little busy yesterday, and it's Friday, so I'm getting out today. Plus, I plan on doing episode number 37 for September the 5th later on today as well. So, expect that coming today as well. Uh, go ahead and get right into the stories, because we've got a bunch of them. First few stories are going to be Sony-related stories. Sony is recalling... Let's start off with Sony recalling 440,000 Vio TZ laptops for overheating. Apparently, there's some serious problems with the Vio TZ laptops. Apparently, they're recalling them in all kinds of different countries. Apparently, these were sold between July of 2007 and August of 2008. I guess there are reports of 15 overheating issues where customers suffered minor burns. Uh, It doesn't look like anything's actually caught on fire yet, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it coming. But it said it was sold by the Sony Style stores and website, as well as authorized electronic retailers and and authorized business-to-business dealers nationwide between July 2007 and August 2008 for between $1,700 and $4,000. So if you happen to have one of these laptops, I would get a hold of Sony and find out what you can do about it. This is for additional information to contact them at 888-526-6219 or you can find that number through the link in the show notes. Okay, the next Sony related story is the is that the PS3 is getting a firmware update to bring high quality voice chat. Uh, not sure how many of you guys have PS3s, I've got one, and not very many people seem to have anything to do voice on it because it's more Bluetooth and it and it doesn't come bundled like with the console like the 360 does. Well, apparently they're coming out with a new um, high-quality headset that's primarily going to be bundled with the new socom confrontation game for 60 bucks or it'll be standalone for 50 bucks but it's going to have a high quality mode that'll allow for the microphone that is that that'll allow for advanced voice technologies including voice noise cancellation techniques and wideband voice output not only that but it's also going to include an in-game battery indicator and it'll also have some kind of advanced form of speech speech recognition for future titles and voice animation that will allow characters to lip sync along with your voice chat. So if you're a PS3 owner, look forward to that, assuming you don't already have some kind of uh, Bluetooth headset that you use for your PS3. It doesn't say anything about if normal Bluetooth headsets are going to have some of these things like the battery indicator and stuff like that, or if that's just this this special Sony official headset. So hopefully there will be some details coming out on that. Otherwise, you can look forward to getting that. And it's definitely worth it to get it with the SOCOM bundle if it's just an extra $10 more. Okay, 
next story is that the PS3 is actually going to have the same battery life as the current PSP. The PSP 3000, I mean. Um, I know I reported on this the other day, where apparently the new PSP 3000 that's supposed to have the better, brighter screen for being able to play games and watch videos and stuff outdoors is going to have is supposed to have 20 to 30 minutes less battery life because of the new screen as well as the microphone and stuff well apparently now GameSpot or GameStop has found out that that's not the case that apparently Sony decided to turn down the power settings on the other components of the PSP to store it would end up having the same battery life as it does now so why so I don't know if this was just all kind of a ploy to push the larger batteries or what but anyway it looks like the battery life will be the same although I'll hold off on saying anything firm until I actually get a unit in my hands and can compare the battery lives not that I really need a third PlayStation portable but not to say that I wouldn't like one Anyway, in our final Sony-related story, apparently Sony and PNY have partnered together to release the Ghostbusters movie on flash drives. I don't know how big of a Ghostbusters fan you guys are. I've honestly never seen the movie. I plan on watching it here real soon. I think I can get it through the PlayStation 3, PlayStation Network store thing or hopefully maybe I'll get it watched sometime this weekend but apparently they're partnering as to where now it's on I think it's like an 8 gig flash drive or something like that or 4 gig or something like that where they're p putting the movie on the flash drives and selling it that way I don't know if the space is past the movie or if that's with the movie included or what but no word on pricing although apparently it's already available in the UK for what would be equivalent for 29 pounds or what would be equivalent of 60 US dollars if that's the case I certainly don't think it's worth it to have a flash drive with a movie on it if they're gonna cost that much I'd rather just stick with a DVD or even a VHS copy than spending that much anyway that's enough of our Sony stories next story we have is a 200,000 core supercomputer is being built. Uh, no word on just how this compares with other supercomputers, but it'll be able to process two petaflop. It'll have a processing speed of two petaflops, and it'll have more than a petabyte of memory and 10 petabytes of disk storage, as well as the 200,000 processing cores. They say it'll apparently this is IBM's future blue water supercomputer that's supposed to be coming out of the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign um, apparently the computer is going to cost 208 million dollars so it'll be a little on the expensive side but it's going to be used for doing calculations like simulating the sun's coronal mass ejections, studying black holes, and molecular biology. It says, probably developing on IBM's Roadrunner supercomputer power, so, which, we're looking at it 
could be available nationally at a campus level. So, but I'm sure it won't take too long for somebody to program something that wasn't intended for on it. Anyway, uh, enough of that story. Next story we have, if I can find it, is Google co-founder Sergey Brin is expected is expecting the new Google Chrome browser on Android. Uh, of course, this is the Android that we still have never seen on phones yet. Well, we've seen little demos of it, but that's about it. But, although it's supposed to launch here in the next couple of months. Apparently, I don't know how much of Chrome is going to make it onto an actual browser. He said that at some point they expect the whole stack to be available on the Android browser, or at least most of it. Okay, in our next Google-related story, uh, apparently they're going to be changing their EULA, or the End User License Agreement, for Chrome after a big controversy erupted. Not sure how many of you guys have been even saw this, or been following it, or whatever. I wrote about it, I believe, in the Global Geek News blog earlier this week, where apparently, or where apparently, uh, in the EULA, it basically says that pretty much anything that you create or do with the browser is basically Google's property. So where any blog posts you write, any videos you upload, basically become that of Google's. Well, this. Someone saw this, and it's become a big issue on the internet, and now they're kind of saying, oops, we're sorry, we're going to change it back to what it should have been in the first place. So, I guess this is a good thing, but I did post my thoughts on the Google's Chrome browser on the Global Geek News blog, which you can find at www.globalgeeknews.com slash blog, as well as more about this issue, including a direct quote of what was in what was in the EULA and they said that the changes will go ahead and apply to everybody who's already downloaded the browser plus the people who download the browser in the future. Anyway, I actually have one more Google story I forgot about. Picasa 3.0 was launched with facial recognition. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Picasa is a wonderful tool for organizing photos on your desktop and I think they can I think it works with the internet. I think there's a photo sharing site on the internet for Picasa and everything. But now it's going to have the ability to have facial recognition as to where you say you have a picture of, say, you and a group of friends or whatever. You highlight a particular person. It will go through all of your photos looking for that same person with their facial facial recognition technology and then tagging that person in all your photos so that you can only so that you only have to do it once and that and then it automatically applies to all your photos. So that sounds pretty cool, so you might want to check that out. Um, now on to an Apple story. How surprising. Well this one has to do with the iPod Nano and iPod Touch that are supposed to be unveiled next week. Um, apparently there's been some dimensions and stuff that have leaked online so if you click the through the link on the show notes there you'll see what the dimensions kind of look like for the new iPod Nano and iPod Touch not a whole lot of changes I don't think but 
it'll give you an idea other than of course the new redesigned nano but it'll give you a good idea of what could be coming out okay the next two more stories here windows 7 is apparently aiming for 15 second boot times i guess in the lab they've been able to get some some of the computers running windows 7 to have 15 second boot times which would be a whole lot better than the I don't know, five minutes or so I have to usually wait for my computer to boot up. Uh, last story, Samsung is saying that Blu-ray will be dead in five years. They're not saying what's replacing it, just that it'll be dead in five years. So, I don't know if you should really be putting money into Blu-ray if this is the case, or if this guy is just an idiot that's saying this. Uh, oops, I just realized we actually have two more stories. We aren't out of stories quite yet, plus we have the cool link of the day coming up. So anyway, the two other stories that I accidentally skipped over. We'll go back to a Google-related story with the Chrome browser. Apparently some ser serious security flaws have popped up in the browser that, such as, that are, I guess, mainly part of the WebKit, an old version of WebKit that Chrome uses. Why Chrome use, doesn't use a new version of WebKit, I don't know. But anyway, there, there's like a one for carpet bombing and the other one has requires some little bit of social engineering and stuff I'm not I don't know if you wanna read about it that you can of course go to the link in the show notes just be aware that it has like all other browsers it has security issues and there's a reason they call it a beta um... and the final story is that the BBC is planning a music download service as well as I guess it'll do streaming Apparently you can get the streaming music, apparently it's basically their catalog of music, live music recordings and stuff that they have, that they've gathered from over the years, to where you can stream it off their new service that they're planning that for free, and it of course will be advertising based, or you can pay how much ever they decide to charge to download the stuff. Anyway, that's all the stories for today. For the cool link of the day, we have a link to a beta of a program called PhotoFlow, which basically it's a whole new unique way of interacting with Flickr, other Flickr users, and doing some really cool things with Flickr. It's got a demo video on it, so go there, sign up for an invite, check out the demo video. You'll be impressed, I promise. Um, I don't think there's any waiting list to get through the beta even though you have to sign up just the second I signed up I immediately got my got accept my invite accepted so make sure to check that out anyway I'll be back later on today with today's geek news daily podcast so don't forget to check out the show notes and the website and everything at geeknewsdaily.com and for geeknewsdaily.com I'm your host Jeremy Bray and thanks for listening